in my experience, there's a lot of ways to misrepresent your website, and a lot of it has to do with lack of awareness. As photographers, we want to show all of the pretty stuff. We do need to remember, though, that good business means a majority of our business is marketing. And by creating a powerful website, this will make it easier for potential clients to say yes to booking you. Today, I'm talking all about website must-haves for your photography business. So join on in on episode number seven by grabbing your favorite cup of coffee, find a cozy spot, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Cameras and Coffee Podcast with Kara Haynes, a light and airy conversation about everyday life so you can listen and learn from entrepreneurs. Here's your host, photographer, educator, and mentor, Kara Haynes. This episode has been brought to you by Show It. Show It is a drag and drop website platform that provides total creative freedom over the layout and design of your website. It's the exact platform I used for my own website and helped other friends create theirs. Show It gives you the complete creative control so you can finally build that website you've been dreaming of. Receive a free month subscription by visiting bit.ly forward slash cameras and coffee show it or mention Kara Haynes Photography when signing up. In my experience, there's a lot of ways to misrepresent your website, and a lot of it has to do with self-awareness and the lack of it. Some of these things are like, what is your name? Where are you located? What type of photography do you offer? Are you currently accepting new clients? I'm going to walk you through some of these basic elements today and share why they are important to have on your website. So the first thing we're going to start with is where are you located? And this is very important. And I'm going to admit that there was some time I didn't have it on my own and I don't know what I was thinking. Clients need to know that you're someone they can work with by knowing where you are. You don't have to give them the exact address, but you could say something like West Michigan Wedding and Portrait Photographer or something along those lines so that they know you're close or the serving area that you have. And not to mention, this is going to help greatly with your search engine optimization. The next thing would be your name. You wouldn't believe how many people do not have their name on their website. And I don't know if it's just they don't know or if they are worried about sharing who they are and they don't want to do that. But if your name is not your brand, this is something you need to include on your website. Not only does it need to be included, but you should also have something in place where people see it before any other name, like before you mention who took photos for you for branding or someone that you took photos of. Usually the best place to do it is with your image. And usually it's about mm, right below your header on your title or your main page. And it says something like, hi, I'm Kara or something similar. That way, when someone goes in there, they know exactly who is representing that company. It's also important to have your face on there. And some people are like, oh, I hate pictures of me, which If that's the case, it's kind of funny that you're a photographer. But the next thing that they need to see is your face so that they can put it together with your name. Providing an image of you is very important. Not only does it build connection with your potential client, it also helps for when you meet up at a session and they're wondering who and where you are. And once they've already seen you, they can find you out of a crowd. This image shouldn't be one where there's like a small spot of you in a photo, this image should probably fill about two thirds of the entire image with your face. And the reason I say that is because your viewer is trying to make a personal connection. 
And what they are looking for in a photographer is someone they can connect with. And they want to make connection by seeing your eyes. So if you're looking away or looking down or something like that, it's really hard to make that personal connection. And your brand is all about you and the people involved. If you're not represented in your brand, then what's to stop your potential clients from price shopping? This is the biggest thing I see photographers missing out when they wonder why they aren't getting any clients, or maybe they're wondering why so-and-so charges so much for their work, but their images are just okay. Clients want someone they can relate to and feel good when they're being photographed. So they want to find that connection. So they could be paying way more to so-and-so down the road because they like that person so much more and they make them feel good when their photos are taken. Next, you need to make it obvious what you offer. So a lot of times people have so many services and it can be kind of confusing um, or they just don't make it apparent at all. They just have a hodgepodge of images all over the place. And people want to know what type of photographer s- photography services you offer. Do you offer a lot of different services? Maybe you need to group them into a category. How I have it on my website is weddings plus seniors plus education right now under my logo. When I did newborns and families too, it used to say wedding and portrait photographer, and I just lumped all that under portrait. Make sure your clients know what you offer so that they don't have to go searching all over your website. If there's anything I've learned, it's probably that most clients will not spend more than a couple minutes on a website. And honestly, seconds is probably more accurate. You need to make things as simply as possible simple as possible for potential clients to find the information they're looking for. So when they realize that they're in the right place, then they'll continue looking around. One of the hardest things that was for me to consider was a blog. I am not a great writer and obviously sometimes not a great speaker either. And so I really struggle with this idea of having a blog or did. And I also wasn't sure how relevant it was because I felt like that was something my mom or moms used to do back in the day. And I wondered if even if people even looked at these unless they were looking for a recipe. And boy, I'm glad I gave it a try. And here's why. By blogging, I'm showing my work more frequently and I'm more relevant in accepting business. So my potential clients are seeing like, oh, she's continually working and getting work. And sometimes you can kind of publish posts from old stuff and really it just still makes it relevant and that people think you're working all the time. It's also great for SEO and bringing traffic to your site when people do a simple Google search and they can find it based on your blog. And when I blog, I share it with my clients and then they share on their personal platforms, which gives me the freedom to curate these images in a beautiful controlled way. And I want people to see my work that way so that they can see the vision I was seeing when I was recording. Hey there, are you loving this episode so far? I hope so. Would you do me a huge favor? Would you take a second to leave a review? All you have to do is head over to your listening platform and click those stars and tell me what you're enjoying most. I would be so grateful and I'd also love to feature you and other listeners about your experience. It only takes a couple minutes and it would mean a lot. Okay, enough about me. Let's enjoy the rest of the episode. So another thing you should do is continue people following you by having them join your email list and having that linked on your website. And I honestly have this on like every page of my website because I want people to know that they can be a Kara Haynes insider and get exclusive VIP access or however you want to word that. But honestly, I do that because people could be viewing my website and want to keep remembering me 
But then once they get off my website, they don't ever remember me again until I enter into their email box. And that's just something, another way to advertise to people, but also create a relationship. And so I don't always send things that are like selling ads, but I have this serve, 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 ask mentality. And so I give a lot of free content away and then I ask for something in return a a ways down the road. So then they think, oh, I got to have that. So this is just a great thing to have is an email list link on your website so that people can get to know you a little bit more. And I use Flowdesk, honestly, and I love Flowdesk because it's so easy to use and so nice. Um, It looks beautiful, all of that. So Another thing you should really have on your website is also how to find you on socials. And sometimes people miss this and it's very key to have that um, so that they can find you in other ways and follow you other ways. And I know sometimes people let that go. And so that's a huge thing. Um, And another thing, and sometimes this can be preferred or not, and I will honestly say I don't offer this on my website but I do have a way to contact me, um, is my email. And the reason I don't have it on my website is because I don't want to receive all these emails when people could just simply fill out a contact form or inquiry form. And I don't want them to just say like, hey, how do I do this? I want them to actually put the work into it. Now, if I wasn't receiving a lot of business, I probably would put my email on there to make it as easy as possible for others. But this is just how I go about this. But I have found that when I do blog posts for like weddings, I like to credit all of the vendors. And that's one thing that I find is I can't find a way to contact them. And so then I end up having to go to their Facebook and try and find their email that way. And sometimes that's not even included. And so I just want to make sure that um, I I kind of make that self-awareness for you is um, you should have your email somewhere on your website or a way to email you. Um in some form or another. So just my two cents. Last thing that I really want to mention that is important to have on your website, it's probably not the most important, but it should definitely be prioritized, is the process in which you work and letting your clients know what to expect. Client communication is so key. And so letting people know what the process is for booking you and what to expect after booking is very important. They need to know that, okay, when I email you, what do I expect from there? Okay, well, you're going to have to fill out this information, then you're going to pay a retainer fee for your session, and then the remaining is due then, and then however many days prior to your session, this is what to expect. Otherwise, they're going to hear crickets and think, I don't know, I just gave my photographer money and now I don't know what's happening or when she's going to deliver my photos or anything like that. So kind of letting people know that process ahead of time just builds that trust and just helps them want to book you more because that's what everybody wants, someone they can trust in a photographer, right? So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed getting to know some of these items of self-awareness on your website, and I hope you put them to good use. And if you do, join us on our Cameras and Coffee Insiders Facebook group. You can find it in the show notes or at karahanesphotography.com forward slash podcast. Come on in and join us. Thanks for listening to the Cameras and Coffee podcast. Check out the show notes for this episode at karahanesphotography.com slash podcast. That's K-A-R-A-H-A-N-E-S photography.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.